world, this is Brother Ali. You're in the mix right now with BRL. What up, it's 360. Yeah, yeah, this is Nick Loopy from One Day Spit Syndicate. What's up, this is Slug from Atmosphere. When I'm not teaching your girlfriend how to play chess, I'm listening to Beats, Rhymes, and Life. When I'm called Tech Nine, I'm chicken it with my homeboy, Gavin Crashley on BRL. Son. Yeah, buddy, it is BRL the podcast here on whatever device you are listening to this on. Gav with you here, and we have uh, our longest ever show tonight, where it's a uh, lengthy and uh, enlightening conversation with uh, the owner and CEO of Stimulate Your Soul and a couple of other projects, Maggie Trapp. Now, Maggie's got an interesting story. She's been all over the world. Being a proponent of uh, hip-hop culture, a little feminism, and a whole lot more. So, enjoy a hour-long BRL, the podcast, with myself and my old mate, Maggie Tra. It is BRL, and now joining us is uh, an old friend and uh, I'd say our second international guest in uh, the show's history online anyway that is uh, but from a very different place from uh, the last guest who was in Atlanta in the US uh, we're now talking to one of my favorite people in the music industry in general she's a gem she's a G she's a second time <laughs> guest now on the program we have Maggie Tra from stimulate your soul yeah. on the, the show hey. What a beautiful introduction. You're my fave as well. Oh, How are you doing? Thanks. I'm good. I'm good. So uh, I'm talking to you in Vietnam. Now, uh, whereabouts in Vietnam? Yes. I'm in Hanoi at the minute. In Hanoi. Yeah. So um, because I, I know, well, basically all I really know about Vietnam is one, it's gorgeous mm. and two, Everything that I watched in the uh, the documentary about the uh, Vietnam War that was uh, mm-hmm. you know, obviously about what fifty years ago now that that whole thing, but um, mm-hmm. uh, and that's basically all that I know about it. Like, what's it what's it like on the ground in twenty twenty? Ah, twenty twenty Vietnam has definitely got their shit together. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. They've kind of dealt with this whole situation quite well. I mean, before everything happened, we were the fastest growing economy in Asia already. Wow. And um, as soon as we got a hold of Rona, it was very like everything was happening. They were very like on point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this day, I think we only have had 260, 70 cases and that's all of Vietnam. Wow, and um, Vietnam's way more yeah. populated than Australia and much oh, more densely. For sure. Yeah, so we were really concerned, and even I was concerned about whether to come back to Australia. Mm. But the way they just handled everything, we're all back to normal now. We're all out of ISO. It feels really, really strange. Um, but there's been so much trust in the government in terms of how they've handled things and everything they've even people have kind of said that they profited during Rona because they were giving away masks, selling masks, and apparently their test kit for Rona was probably one of the best. Um, oh, so wow. they were selling these to Europe as well. Yeah, so while everything kind of shut down for everyone else, Vietnam was still 
economy-wise doing quite well and uh, even with the people and mm. helping each other out. Yeah, like our rent got reduced. Um, some people don't have to pay their electricity bills. Like it's been very like human to human, like understanding each other. And yeah, it's been a really beautiful experience to be honest. Yeah, they, they've thrown the money at the problem here. And that's pretty much what they've done. Mm. Like, you know, there, there have been some good mm. things. And but I am, I'm honestly a, a benefit of that right now. I had to... I had to jump sure. onto the uh, the the uh, the the job keeper kind of stuff myself mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of my my line of work is uh, definitely on on the lockdown still at the moment. It's mm-hmm. uh, kicking up in a I think about a month's time or so is uh, when okay. uh, when we're all going to start coming back because they're starting to book us in for things yeah. again now in, in okay. mid to late June. Okay. So I'm like, cool, I'll be back on the plane yeah. soon. <laughs> Which oh, is uh, yes. So I'm um, uh, honestly I'm looking forward to that. As I, as I've mm-hmm. said on uh, previous editions of this program, uh, there have been distractions <laughs> and, not, and none of it to do with <laughs> COVID. Or maybe or actually because <laughs> no. I told you about all of them before we jumped on, I thought uh, yeah. ju- I'll, yeah. I'll spill them before we get on air because a lot of it's still very fresh. But um, anyway, sure. um, uh, basically probably by the time uh, this episode airs and beyond, uh, people are pretty much going to know a couple of things. Uh, there's some, by the way, some mm-hmm. positive things coming, which I also told you about. So <laughs> for sure, for sure. But uh, I do feel yeah. like they've made a lot of changes for yes. the better, I feel like. Like we were in lockdown for like I don't even think that long. We went by so quickly, maybe less than two months. And it really helped me a lot mentally to slow down just because I was doing so much. Mm. Um learned how to do music production and stuff. But really just that whole not having a lot of pressure. Um, when you're living in the city kind of sense, it really helps me out quite a lot. Oh, for sure. And like, um, you know, I, mm-hmm. I, I, you, you, you'll post up on your socials. We'll plug those later on of like, uh, uh, yeah. whereabouts you are actually currently living. And mm-hmm. it, it looks like a dream. <laughs> it looks so nice. I'm just like, oh, like, okay. International travel bans and, um, you know, uh, I guess other other factors in my own personal sure. life would probably stop me, yeah. but I'd be like, can I just come yeah. up there and hang? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. And I kind of wish everyone I loved could as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, that would be, it'd just be so much mm. fun. I'd be like, cool. I know. <laughs> yeah, just throw on some diller and chill. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Best thing ever. That would that would be a, a good time, but um, so as you were saying, sort of uh, COVID lockdown, uh, teaching yourself new things. Like I've um, I've basically built a like a a half hours podcast studio out of nothing, and that's, that's not amazing. without even spending the um, any of the money on like decent equipment as well. Like you know, like yeah. a roadcaster and some other mics. Like I'm using some. Yeah. Order USB mics, which I've had for a while, and they've done the job superbly. Awesome. They That's they good. sound good. So yeah. mm-hmm. it's it's doing That's the job. But I think during yeah, for sure. I mean, those were probably the things that went up on sale. Yes. Um, in terms of online shopping, um, fitness things like yoga, mm. mats, and all that stuff. All these kind of active things were pretty much sold out online. I heard in Australia. Yeah, that kind of stuff, and uh, I think 
bikes as well. Like I'm, I'm kind of thinking um, once again, and it's, it's probably you know, time to recording about five, possibly six weeks before I actually get back on site. And the one thing I have mm. let slip is fitness because <laughs> uh, like my, my, yes, my fitness is work definitely. fitness. My <laughs> yeah, fitness is standing in hot weather and sweating while, you know, uh, doing <laughs> general work things. And yeah, I've, I've, I've uh, definitely yeah. put on, I've definitely put on the COVID 10. <laughs> so I'm like, oh God. <laughs> I'm feeling a little bit tighter in the pants. At least you didn't get into the baking lessons, did you? No, no. Well, no. That's uh, the the baking lessons. Here's the fun part for you, and uh, I'll actually mm-hmm. promote this on this show when that's ready as well. That um, my my fiance yeah. is uh, ha- is yeah. going to start a channel because she is actually a fantastic baker. Like, Yay, like legit can start a business to, um, today. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she will. So cool. She'll be doing some of that stuff, and I'll I'll be helping out with filming and whatever whatever I can as well. So, oh, that's yeah, amazing. Uh, yeah. So that that's definitely happening. So yeah, she's uh doing the baking thing. So there you go. Called it, but just different yeah. person. <laughs> Same house, different person. <laughs> you still eat it though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I will eat a cupcake. I yeah. won't eat a cheesecake though. Cheesecake's not my vibe. Oh, I just got cheesecake for my birthday. So, yeah, my little pot of that, which is lovely. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm just, it's not my, it's not my vibe, not my vibe at all. But um, one thing I've also noticed as well, like throughout your uh, COVID thing, well, I guess you've uh, been doing some brainstorming. I know I did a massive bout of brainstorming yesterday Mm -hmm. just on a little um, road trip Mm -hmm. that I took. You know, drove for a couple of hours up and down Tonkin Highway. That's literally what I did. And I just thought about stuff, you know. Threw on, threw on okay, some Oz hip hop for the uh, nice. you know for the upcoming project, and uh, you know like listen to some older stuff because that's kind of where it's going to be focused in a way. For sure, nice. And shouts to the dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally every time. Mm-hmm. Well, which you know that's You're the thing like. I I like this kind of stuff in interviews. I I think it yeah. actually makes it a bit more natural to have. Me too. Like, I actually love phone calls to sound like phone calls. I know it's weird, but mm. I actually love it. And I think that's the whole point. Like this, uh, I have a feeling this is mm-hmm. going to be probably one of the pod- long podcasts that we do because <laughs> most of it's like. <laughs> I'll be I'll be talking I'll be talking to an MC and you know someone like that yeah. and mm-hmm. it's it's uh, it's definitely one of those um, one of those things where you, you will eventually run out of like the stuff that you know people are going to want to hear. Now uh, we'll get into yeah, your your true. story in a sec because like. Um, <laughs> you've been everywhere in the last two years. Like the, the, the last yeah. time that me and you Sorry, would had a conversation, yeah. like a, a full length conversation was mm-hmm. we, we caught up for a, a tea and a coffee in Frio. Yes. Mm-hmm. We before did. You, Good old Frio. Before you flew off to Europe. So um, yeah, since then um, sparing, mm-hmm. you know, sparing any personal details that you don't want to share because you know, <laughs> I know about personal details that you don't want to share. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like what happened? Where did where did you go? Like, um, tell us a story, Maggie. Yeah, well, I kind of went a bit everywhere, so mm. that doesn't really say much. But yeah. started off in Asia for like a little bit, and then that's when I first came to Vietnam. Actually, at that mm. around that time. 
And um, I was like, oh, I quite like it here. And I stayed there for a couple of months and then I moved to Europe, stayed in Belgium for like two years. And then around there, I traveled around like Turkey and Israel and went to like a whole bunch of places I'd never explored in Europe before, mm-hmm. which was amazing. Now, um, learned how to DJ over there. Yes. Now, yeah, that's right. Because you were doing, um, you were doing uh, live mixes, weren't you? Yes, yeah, so yeah, and then kind of got into that kind of online radio streaming stuff was happening over there, which was lovely. Um, I didn't really push myself so much. I was just in a different kind of mind frame because I was still doing music PR as well all, all along this whole journey, right? I'm still mm. working every day. I'm just working online. No, no, you, you, send me, um, you still send me of, emails. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. I know, but everyone just thinks I don't work. <laughs> Well, actually, like yeah. Like, things I travel, I don't do anything. Yeah, actually, well, well fill me in, like, because um, I assume there's probably some back and forth and um, putting together shows and such like you do. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, you sound flat out, but yeah, what does a day consist of? Like, is it does it vary? Is it the same thing? Like, is it just emails? It's, How does it work for you? Yeah, pretty much. It's just pretty much emails, if I'm being honest. Mm. I guess over the years, I've been very, like, work smart and not hard. So mm-hmm. I'm not very someone who, like, if someone asks me what I've been doing, I don't really talk about my work so much. But essentially, I'm still doing music PR full time with a whole bunch of musicians. Um, but I tend to just work in the mornings and then I give myself the hour off. Mm. Um, I've got an assistant now and also an intern. So, um, just a lot of training and it's predominantly just emails, if I'm being honest, unless mm-hmm. I'm doing mixes for radio or anything like that. Cause now I do it for Box Out FM. Yes. Um, it's all predominantly just emails, which is amazing. And uh, what what I also uh, find interesting as well is like it's 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 not it's not in it's in completely different locations to uh, what people yeah. like what what a dumb idiot like me would assume is like that they have a they have a culture <laughs> like that of it like India has like yeah. a like a like a, a hip hop culture like. I know, it's, uh, I know it's worldwide. So flourishing, yeah, for sure. And they have their own version. And, and um, yeah, I played at the Goa Hip Hop Festival. And that was just amazing to meet, like, Indian rappers. And, you know, they're all rapping in English. And they're mm. doing their little, like, break dancing and stuff. It was so, so amazing. And, and like, even for me to, like, be part of that, to, to be welcomed into that was so amazing. See, like, that that's super cool. Like, that's... Yeah. As I said to you before, it's it's absolutely uh, like you're doing what I would have loved to have been doing. Probably, mm-hmm. I'd say about ten years ago now. Like I don't see it as yeah. a foreseeable thing as a as a dude in his thirties mm-hmm. to just pick up and go. <laughs> yeah, I don't for think, sure. But yeah. you can do it like in an online format. It's kind of the same. I was doing. Stay tuned, ages. Maggie. Stay tuned. Yeah, you can be all these connections exactly with everybody, and even BRL. just. I mean, yeah, just even like Facebook or Instagram or anything like that. Like so many people and communities reach out to me purely online before mm. I ever meet them in person. So, yeah, it gives you an excuse to go visit them. Absolutely. Like, it doesn't um, have to be a big trip. It can just be like a little, you know, when we're allowed to. 
visit oh. the country you like and then just meet people along the way. See, that's once again, this, this is a, it'd be something that just, it would never go down. Like with the, uh, the fiance would be like, <laughs> uh, we're not going on a trip for you to meet rappers. That would be pretty much the, the end of that conversation. I'm like, cool. Thanks. Cause trust me, there, there's a big part of me at some stage, even with interstate yeah. travel, there's a big part mm-hmm. of me, especially now that, um, mm-hmm. wants to kind of take this on the road a little bit at some yeah. stage, you know, um, Maybe, sure. maybe maybe a year or so down down the mount down the road or something like that. Yeah, some kind of sponsorship mm. or something as well. You know, take take the sting yeah. out of those plane fees. Although they're going to be cheap Definitely. first up. That's true. <laughs> because they're going to want we'll you to go to Melbourne that as well. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Although everything's now connected through a laptop, like this is literally mm-hmm. happening now through through a, exactly. a four hundred dollar scratched up laptop which i take to me <laughs> take the site with it's me all decent. the time yeah it's a yeah. it's a yeah it's a cheap laptop that needs an upgrade but <laughs> i just can't yeah, i just can't fair. i can't be bothered pulling the trigger yet because i know how much work it'll be <laughs> to get all the passwords and everything started as long as it works yeah uh, exactly as long as it works that's all that matters um my uh, my left and right buttons on the thing are kind of almost falling off now <laughs> Really? Yeah, this thing's My spacebar button has had a life. It's literally gone clear and just this what on the right side. Wow. Well, at least, yeah, at least it it's holding on. Times. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It still is. Just know what my favorite button is and which. Yeah. Space, 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 space. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Good grief. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so you've been DJing around the world so you've taught yourself how to DJ which um which I've... I got one lesson actually I uh, and then you one just lesson. it was one very lesson. just this is this you touch this okay you go now and that was it so I did have that so do you do you take some decks around with you everywhere or do you just um have a USB and plug into others normally when I'm traveling just a USB mm-hmm. that I'm like yeah USB in my headphones yeah um, but I also have like a tiny tiny tractor that I use to record um radio shows oh, oh you can buy those yeah. can't you that's right I, yeah actually so I just have a tiny Z1 um I bought a second hand in Australia so this is probably like a pretty funny story okay probably not that funny but yeah. anyway during the breakup in Belgium, my things got thrown away and it oh, was uh, no. a small tractor. Yeah, it was like a tractor Z1, which is really, really tiny. I've gotten used to using that, whatever. Anyway, that kind of disappeared and I was like, okay, cool. That's totally okay. Went back that to Australia sucks. like last year and I, I was like, look, I'm going to get another one because it was really perfect for traveling, super small. I was used to using it. Checked the gum tree and someone was selling it for like 150 bucks. And I was like, ah, oh, sweet. Uh, met up with them in Newtown. And um, I didn't have enough, like I didn't, he didn't have change for me. So I had like $120, I think. And I was like, <laughs> fun fact, my ex threw this away. And it's like, okay, you can have it for 120 then. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I got a discount for that. So that was nice. Um, and then that's kind of been with me through India and Nepal. And I do take that around with me everywhere. So good. But it's super cheap. It's only like 200 bucks, I think, brand new or maybe a bit more. 
but yeah, I bought it secondhand because I already had the tractor program for my previous one. So ah. I just needed it. Yeah, so it was only like 120 bucks. Cool. Awesome. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of thinking like that. That's that's a way that I I, I do want to do some of these of these shows because there are those like mm-hmm. tiny little things which are like yeah they're, they're small and you can just play yeah, yeah. I, I remember having i don't know where i had something like that it was like a christmas present and mm. i barely used it and um yeah, yeah I totally, that always happens yeah, yeah i should totally to be honest, i think i bought a controller ages and ages ago but it was like a shitty one and i didn't know much about djing and i yeah, I'm not looking to mix up to save the world, but it would be fun for yeah. uh, fun for some uh, programs down the road where for sure. I, yeah. I'll have to rip some CDs too. So I'm going to have to get like a CD driver because like, there's no laptops with anything like that anymore. And there's the just CD some rocks. stuff. No. There's some there's some stuff that I I have <laughs> in my possession or are going to yeah. shortly um, that you just yeah. can't, you can't find anywhere. Like it's not online. Yeah, that's true. Like yeah. the, the old, pretty much most of the obese records library is not online. Oh, nice. Like a big uh, chunk, especially the early oh, stuff. Oh, it's a collection. Yeah. Your CD collection. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's currently big. sitting in a, in a safe place at the moment. It'll be in a safer one okay. shortly. But, um, nice. Yeah. It's, it's, um, yeah, like it's, it's stuff that I've either collected or purchased over the years, like through, uh, through, well, it was all through radio cause it was all for the show. But, um, yeah, all, yeah. all this stuff is kind of just lying around and, you know, doing some things for this upcoming project. I'm going to need access to some of that older stuff. Um, I'll, sure. I'll share, I'll share with you some of the reasons as to why, um, after we mm-hmm. turn off the microphone, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, that it's just I've I've got some stuff that no one has. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, That's really cool. And it's just, or it's just been lost to the sands of time. Like I wish it was vinyl. Oh my god, I wish it was vinyl. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, that would have been amazing. Because I love we, the idea of vinyl, but I just can't. The minimalist in me can't. Yeah, that's also the reason why I've never actually had any myself. Like are the only two mm. bits of vinyl that I own in general were sent to me as a like a, mm-hmm. as a little gift um, from Double Reef yeah, Records. Cute. So shout out to Mass MC. Um, and oh, one is from a rapper named Dribbles. Um, okay. And I, and I, that one, and by the way, these have never had a needle to them. They're fresh as the day really? they were printed these. These are pristine. Okay. And uh, the other wow. one, which I think people would probably want to buy because I think it's rare as F, is uh, a, a mm-hmm. clandestine's ancillary cover single which oh, okay. i think i think a lot of perth hip-hop heads would want a copy of this because i don't think there are too many of them yeah, out there nice. i think there might okay, be 50 cool. <laughs> and one of them really? is owned by a guy okay. who has never played it <laughs> that's interesting where yeah. do you even store it then um it's it's you still in the cardboard it. box it was sent in what? it's still got the address it's still got the um it's still got the that's the insane. um the little yeah. thing in there it's did you even open it oh no i've opened it i even um took a picture of it yeah. i'll um i'll actually i'll, okay. I'll send you a picture uh, you know what i'll, I'll yeah. send you a picture now of the thing while we're talking but <laughs> and uh, for those out there as okay. well uh listening on the uh listening to this right now 
um, mm. I will put up a picture of these vinyls. I actually have before on the Instagram story of just like, oh yeah, I forgot okay. about these. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice, nice. Yeah. So um, memories. Oh, and well, it's um, the ancillary cover. Um, uh, track it, itself is um, an, an all-time favorite of mine of, of clandestines because um, anyone that mm-hmm. actually knows the you know, Australian hip hop would probably know that track because the hook is just buck buck teeth buck buck teeth oh, you rappers okay. sound like you go buck buck teeth it's so raw <laughs> I love clandestine I am an unashamed oh, fanboy nice. and always will okay. be um, nice. and, uh, and they all, they all know it like uh, yeah. are they still around? Uh, they they put out an album two years ago. Um, it was mm. uh, it was an interesting project as well because uh, graphic wasn't in it uh, so much as uh, Tomo and Morda were because you know, okay. all of these guys you know, all of these guys now are now pushing forty or forty because you know they're a few okay. years older than I am the um, the clandestine uh, guys I so see. they've they've all got careers and kids and all that kind of stuff now so um, okay careers and children and all of it so um it's obviously mm-hmm. harder to find time to put together um records although yeah. um optimus is um now as productive as he's ever been and yeah he would that be, sounds familiar yeah from yeah, downside syllabolics downside mm. um he he was he's Ooh. done a concert just recently online as well just um him spitting in the studio That's over cool. facebook for the uh, hip-hop hotel guys okay Okay, so, nice. So yeah, that was that was cool. Online streaming. Yeah, it mm. was you know just uh, you know, over Zoom and it did really well. So um, yeah, yeah the nice. shouts to shouts to the hip hop hotel guys who um, you know are, are fans of this show. So shouts to them. Yeah, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Um, so let's get back to you because I'm talking too much about Australian hip hop, mm-hmm. and the reason why we're talking to you <laughs> is okay. talking about like international hip hop. So um, yeah. let's go back to playing those sets in in Europe as well. Like um, stations mm. like that, um, mm-hmm. I, I get the vibe that like that was in a really tiny room. Like um, like I'm picturing if you've been the you've been to uh, Berlin, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I'm kind of thinking uh, something nice. something very similar in size to Burgermeister. Have you been the Burgermeister? Uh, I have, but there's a few. There's, oh, there's a few. Like the the one that you know they they push you in the 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 uh, top deck Kentucky tour style things is the one that's in this sort of art district <laughs> area next to the freeway underpass. Yeah, oh, it's so one. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So good. I love that burger. My friend lives good... around the corner from that when I used to visit her in Berlin, but this was the other one. Yeah. And we were there like almost after every night we went out. Yeah. It's, yeah we saw it's... Ivan, Ivan Ab one time. Yeah. It's, so um... Ab, yeah. And then after that, we also went there. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, it's when, when they say it's the world's best burger, they might be right. Mm-hmm. They might actually, de- so. they might be dead on. It is the best and also burger. Also, so cheap. Yeah, oh, and that's also the thing. You expect me to pay like twenty euros for something like this, and it's exactly. It's, you're paying about the same as you would for like a grilled or something like that, and it's miles Where better. Are Macca's in Australia these days. Jesus. Actually, yeah, Mac, yeah, Macca's bloody expensive. Macca's still not. Yeah. Absolutely. 
I try and avoid that place yeah. as much as possible. I'm, e- yeah. I'm eating enough bad yeah, food. Yeah, yeah. The American it's sugar chilly. water is 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 a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I drink way too much. Uh, it's because I don't touch soda oh, when I'm on site. No. They don't have it. Um, they don't have really? soda on site. So you know, if you want any flavor of anything, oh, you have to have. Rule? I think it might be a health thing. Oh, um, but you also have to purchase it. It's just easier to like grab a cordial if you're at the um if you're at mess or yeah, alternatively, true. um you know or, or go cordial grab a beer. But I'm um, I'm not much. Of, I don't drink up north in general. <laughs> yeah, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. So um yeah, back to the, back to these um sort of like little stations where you were um playing. So yeah. um just out mm. of my my pure interest radio brain like how are these operations mm-hmm. working like is it, is it is it really like a tiny little room is it a big organization it looked cool it looked like something i want to go and do yeah, at some so stage this one in particular in brussels was literally like a kiosk in the middle of a park mm. um so it was quite small and then originally they just started as just online radio streaming place so yep. it was quite tiny but then they kind of put a little chairs out at the front and then like a bar on the side and so then it became like a bar slash radio place which is quite cool yes that sounds that's it is a bit tiny it's a bit tight but it's kind of enough that you want to be in a space for a dj because you're kind of playing outside to the windows anyway see like something Um, like that is probably something i would like to do Definitely. I think something I would like yeah. to do with BRL at some stage yeah. is, is have sure. that kind of thing, like a, a live yeah. a live stream or something. And there are very mm. technical options where you could make that happen. Oh, definitely. Through, through online definitely. or something like that and just have, have someone sure. play. That's all they use. Yeah. yeah. It's not a traditional radio station in any sense. Cause no. I used to of course do radio too. Mm. It's very, or just like your laptop, few cameras and the most important thing is the dj equipment linked um with the laptop and the sounds so you'd have a recorder attached yes. to the dj equipment to plug into your laptop and that's pretty much it yeah it, it'd be um, something you could knock out knock out reasonably yeah easy. yeah it's just the equipment yeah but other than that everything else is, is pretty pretty done there's a lot of programs you can use as well and I, um, I think that'd be just fun as well to just, yeah, um, definitely. yeah ha- be in a little kiosk, set up your, set up your yeah. thing, link it up to whatever, mm-hmm. like shoebox studio or whatever that you have out there. Yeah, and sure. we're, mm-hmm. we're now live from, I don't know, I'll, I'll pick a park that people exactly. would know. Uh, you know we're, yeah, live yeah, from, yeah. we're live from King's Park or something like that. If you're in Perth, yeah, I don't think they'll definitely. allow that. Also, no, Australia, well, Australia is such a nanny state. That might be tough. <laughs> that as well. Yeah, that as well. Like, well, box out FM and NCI is down in a basement, actually. See, once again, I think that'd be cool. My, my first radio experience yeah. is in, a, in a, a radio station that was essentially in a basement. Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. So I guess in so many ways they've taken it back. I do feel like all the online radio shows and stations have brought radio back to life in a sense of that we don't have to just listen to commercial stuff anymore. Mm, absolutely. To radio shows who are really actually supporting independent artists again, which is amazing. 
Oh, 100%. As I hear someone doing some roof work. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I see. I, I think that I think that's amazing. And um, mm-hmm. um, well, look, I'll I'll share something that it's uh, it's definitely something that I have personally been thinking about doing as well. Yeah, awesome. Me right. too, to be honest. And I, I think, well, I I think what would how how good of an opportunity would all this be at some stage mm-hmm. um, to at least For put sure. in the background for for a brl station 24 7 so so yeah and and also bringing up some new radio host and giving people those opportunities because i do feel like oh no and so like you know what it's like when we first started as well there's just not space for people no or people aren't giving people chances either and that would that would be the that would be the idea as well as like you know of course it of course mm-hmm. it'd be tunes and whatever and um I'll do my sure. I would do my you know uh, radio picking brain and uh, of course yeah probably due to uh, broadcast law and whatever you know lean very heavy mm-hmm. to the Australian hip hop side which is not hard for yeah. me yeah <laughs> that's for a, sure that's Obviously. an yeah, that's a pre- yeah. that's a pretty easy library to sort out i'm like cool oh you want to hear some more mm-hmm. pegs and muffin plutonic and uh um, yeah and you know uh we'll, we'll throw on some uh chilling it and posse shot and that kind of thing for the yeah. for the new school audience mm-hmm. uh you know, mitch <laughs> the menace yeah. etc you know uh someone yeah yeah you're familiar with so oh, Shutter, i'm also working with at the minute yeah. yes uh, no, mm-hmm. who, um, mm-hmm. is, no, who, amazing. Yes, who mm-hmm. was in, in the uh, studio with me earlier in the year. Yes, uh, yes, great artist, super talented. Oh, absolutely. And uh, like his story of being that well connected as well. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, mm-hmm. who are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's amazing. I thought, I thought, like, um, you know, initially before I heard all, like, all the, uh, you know, his his backstory, I thought, um, yeah, it, it, he's he's a a talented dude, like, soulful sound, Very. um, you know, yeah. so a, a, like a chilled, cool guy, um, and mm-hmm. a drafters kind of putting this guy on, which is isn't yeah. entirely not the case, but at the same time, it's like, mm-hmm. no, 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 this dude's got his own background, his own connections, oh, and all that sure. kind of thing, you know, he's. His time in New York and all of it. Yes, exactly. Also, Nelson dialect. Freaking love him. uh, Oh, yeah, Nelson dialect. I have I have his shirt in my in my uh, little um, cupboard here. I can actually turn my head left and look in that cupboard. (laughs) It's probably in there right now. I love Nelson dialect. I think. Yeah. And um, he's uh, super nice guy. Super cool. And um, his um, his project as well with um, uh, Mus Volkov mm-hmm. is one of my favorite mm-hmm. of the last decade. That um, uh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was such a good album, such a good album. He and he's yeah. prolific, but it's not like his. He is, yeah. And yeah. I, but I mean, it's it's quality prolific as well. It's just like I have all this mm-hmm. stuff to come out, and and yeah. none of it none of it is bad. None of it. No, no. Oh, and that's that's the well. that's the best part of it all is like okay this guy's mm-hmm. put out 20 projects in the last 
three yeah. years and that's that's actually not an exaggeration yeah. <laughs> not at I all know. i know and he but, doesn't even need me but i just love working with him yeah he's it's like probably one of the, the few artists that i just knows that he gets it which is absolutely so beautiful to see yeah and um you know that that new project of his with um delicacies it's a 22 track <laughs> project and he yeah, just knocked insane. it out in a week or so. <laughs> I know, it's insane. Then now he's also teaching people as well. It's so great. He yeah, does so, so much. Nelson Dialect is uh, another guy on this show that it's just like, mm-hmm. uh, and you know what, today is just going to be name dropping of uh, people that we like. <laughs> that, in fact, that's what yeah. this episode is, name dropping oh, with Gavin Maggie. <laughs> Much. episode Pretty whatever much. number this is going to be and it, that's that's officially now the title name dropping with gavin Mack. Yeah. oh gosh who else do we know Not who's cool <laughs> that's a tough one sam for the grade is also pretty amazing oh yeah for sure um mm-hmm. yeah so uh, so where were we you know so um playing dj sets and uh hanging out and uh yeah in uh, Belgium and uh, you did kind mm-hmm. of probably share a bit more than I actually thought you were going to share. In fact, I didn't know that story <laughs> about the tractor thing and I'm like, oh. <laughs> Not now, many people now do, well, that's okay. Like, oh, that guy can get stuffed. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. It's okay. <laughs> Life. But, you know, what I learned from that is that things come back to you in different ways. And then me getting it off this Aussie guy, him giving me a discount, which yes. is very... Yeah, meant to be. Totally meant to be. And I did that on my own. And yes. I've established myself DJing and doing all these things with for the girls and SYS Sister Sounds and all that has just been an, an incredible space of a journey. It's been one year now, so oh, absolutely. it's been pretty amazing. And um, mm. in fact, let, let's focus on that because that's the kind of stuff that I was you know, hoping to talk about is uh, mm-hmm. you've kind of started a little movement here with the, uh, yeah. with the, uh, the, the vibes and the, the getting the girls in and everything. Um, explain, mm-hmm. explain better than I am, uh, what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. So basically I just established SYS Sister Sounds in Belgium, actually, it was very like, what am I going to do? Where am I going to go? And I was like, I'm not sure yet, but I do know my roots are in Asia. And I for sure want to come back there and start something or anything um, to help Asian women be in the creative and art space. Because we all kind of grow up with parents who want us to be doctors, accountants and lawyers. Mm. Um, there's no space for us to be creatives or they just don't think that we could earn um, an income from that. Yes. So I had this goal, I established a logo, did all this stuff, not really knowing when it was going to happen, but I just knew like when I was ready it was going to happen. Um, and then next thing you know, I ended up booking that flight to Asia and I was like, okay, let's slowly do this. There's no rush, take your time. Um, and I'd come to Vietnam, you know, after I saw you, so that was years ago. So I built some yes. kind of connection to you already. Yes. Um, and then I just hit up one of my friends and was just like, look, I want to do a DJ class for women at your bar. And he was just like, yep, love the concept. Let's do it. 
Mm-hmm. And that was just all it was. And it just went kind of from there. And it was called Further Girls. Yeah. And I just did them like once a month and predominantly only for Vietnamese women and non-binary people. Because yes. we do have quite a few expats here. But I really wanted to concentrate on Vietnamese people. So yes. I did that for like a couple of months. And yeah, it ended up going really, really well. And since then, I went to Australia to teach them. And they were all sold out in Sydney, Melbourne and Brisbane. Didn't go to Perth, so I was... I know. Um, I was cut. <laughs> cut. It's just so but far. So far and so expensive. So expensive it's, it's to why get there. Like, I could fly to Vietnam from Sydney and still sort of go on a path. Yeah. Well, that's that's a, that's the sad thing as well. It's probably <laughs> cheaper for me to jump on a plane, of course, when we're allowed yeah. to travel internationally again. Yeah. Like for me to jump yeah, on yeah. a plane and visit you. Then go and like go and fly over and um, see, go and say hello to like any um, Melbourne yeah. hip hop heads that are still out there. Mm. Like you know, if I was if That's I was so like, oh, hey hey Mantra, there you go. Here's my name dropping. Hey yeah. Mantra, I'll uh, <laughs> to Melbourne next week. Do you want to like we'll just sit yeah. down for a podcast or something? Which yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Me and him could do very easy. For sure. we, uh, yeah, yeah, we're definitely. chatty Cathy's. <laughs> Oh, that's lovely though. I do love that. Oh. I love that. When I went back to Australia, I was able to do these things and I would have easily have been able to do that with you as well. But yes. there were just a whole bunch of artists, um, like DJ Styles in Melbourne and then Sadiwa as well. All like, you know, just through online, build these connections and yes. just, you know, let's meet up when you're here and do all this kind of stuff. So that was pretty amazing. Absolutely. Um, still be in the scene, but not really be there physically. And that's the beauty of my world, isn't it? And, uh, well, yeah, that's kind of the way it's been, at least, well, I think it's been that way with all of uh, all of hip-hop at the moment as well. Like, we, mm-hmm. we can't meet that's up as true. a scene. So we have yeah, to... Yeah, that's true. We just have to do all this online. Um, the Hip Hop Hotel yeah. thing is a really good example of that. Like they, they had... Yeah, that's true. And that was an all a hip hop concert as well. Either that was like mm-hmm. some, you know, uh, some pop artist, uh, Skyolka did yeah. thing. She was good, mm-hmm. by the way. Okay, I, I cool. Her work. Nice. I, I think that's nice. one actually you probably would enjoy. Yeah, oh, get on cool. there. I'll, I'll send you the spelling okay. of that later. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, like uh, that, uh, that's that's how we all have now sort of had to do it over the last two to three months. So um, mm-hmm. you, you kind of got onto it before everyone else had to. <laughs> so you're ahead yeah, of the game, definitely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was also the thing with Rona is my life hadn't really changed that much in terms of work either because mm. musicians were still releasing music, and, and if anything, they needed me more. More than yes. ever, basically. So that was definitely when everyone was like, Mags, annoying me to like, I've always wanted to do what you're doing, blah, blah, blah. It was very these times where people were like, okay, I should have definitely started earlier than when we were forced to, if that makes sense. So oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. 100%. The fact that yeah. the fact that um, I haven't been doing this this way at any stage mm-hmm. over the last five years, okay, some of the technology mm-hmm. was there, but a lot of it was. Uh, the fact mm-hmm. that I limited myself to sitting in a radio studio and driving yeah. around 
round trip to go and get these things mm-hmm. done is That's really, true. really stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the, the fact yeah. that I, I, I could have been probably doing what I'm doing with this program now, yeah, nah. yeah, two or three years ago sure. at least. And well, with the access to the studios and such, like I have had constantly for the last nearly 20 Mm. years, how I haven't started a podcast a decade ago when it would have been smart to, and not when there's hundreds of thousands of people talking in the microphones now and it's a flooded market and good luck finding an audience. Hopefully I find one. Yeah, it's growing and it's growing slowly Mm -hmm. and it's it's not going to be overnight. So, yeah, it's... um, Of course. So As long as people know that you support them 100%, then they're going to come for sure. You've been doing it for such a long period of time and you mm. do have a following and people do enjoy it, you know. That's all that matters. Uh, Well, yeah, that's... uh, The main thing is, like, it's probably way easier now uh you know five years mm-hmm. deep into a brl being a, a, th- a thing in the mm-hmm. modern market as opposed to the the original mm-hmm. idea which was you know this this little radio show that could back in the early 2000s fighting against uh, once again station management of the time <laughs> over radio yeah, edits yeah. and everything um which was yeah that was a war <laughs> that um, was a war as well um but yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's a case now of um, we like, you know, people like, people like myself mm-hmm. and, and you, uh, for mm-hmm. doing what we need to do, uh, mm-hmm. for the most part, probably don't need radio that much anymore. Yeah. Like there, there is some, there are some bits and of course, um, like I, I will, I will still always be a radio presenter in some kind of way, mm-hmm. like getting out of time mm-hmm. calls and, uh, doing long form interviews long form interviews are hard yeah, yeah. Maggie. they're hard yeah it sounds <laughs> well i can hear myself sounds- getting better at this as it goes but That's like the, the, the first couple first couple of interviews i'm like oh wow i've got to stretch this out a bit here like um, what yeah. were you struggling with i feel like my interviews are too long no, I think I think because I I have that mentality of trying, and it's also the editing side on my part as well to cut it down ah, yeah, to for a palatable true. radio yeah, product. It's just yeah, like yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so it's yeah, it's uh you know it's sure. a, a eight to ten minutes, and that's even too long for some people. Like um, yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah, some people are like, well, you know, like uh, uh, you could cut that in half, put a song in there, and like it's so, you know, I think that'd be something you could recommend. Yeah. I'm like, but yeah. if it's in the podcast form or even um, in the uh, community radio form or whatever uh, these end up being, um, That's true. Yeah, the, yeah. these chats, um, mm-hmm. which they are, like it doesn't turn in at this point, sure. this is a conversation. This is not an interview. I've, of course. I've, I've asked yeah, a couple yeah. of sort of questions, but we are talking some shit and it's fun. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. So yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's on these contexts. That's what it's all about. Isn't it? Absolutely. So, and I think that's why I'm, I'm actually starting to really enjoy this medium because you can go as mm-hmm. deep as you want on subjects or you that's can, you true. know, faff about and change every five to 10 yeah. seconds and whatever, yeah. which is how my mind goes and change every five to yeah. 10 seconds. Oh, look at this blue birdie mm-hmm. over here. Kind of thing. So, 
<laughs> but yeah, yeah it's, it's not exact structure. Yeah, and that's the thing. People mm-hmm. find this stuff soothing. Like you, you, yeah, you throw true. this in, and let's say mm-hmm. that there's someone crazy enough to be listening to this conversation. You know, the 30, 40 yeah. minutes that we've been chatting so far, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. people are like, "Ah." Oh, I'm enjoying this conversation. These guys seem to like yeah. each other. They get along yeah, really well. Yeah. They they seem to know what they're talking <laughs> about when they talk about you know the, yeah. the yeah the the, the hip hop or I guess a bit more. Sometimes for you, it's a bit more sort of like a, you have a bit more. Let's get to stimulate your soul. You go a bit more soul, and yeah. I'm a bit more bars. <laughs> <laughs> soul and bars. Yeah, soul mm-hmm. and bars. It's like a, a common album. But when he was yeah. not doing weird ones like that electric circus one, which was oh, I don't think I listened to that one. It's it's not good. Um, <laughs> it's the one. It's the one yeah. that was heavily influenced by Erica Bardo when he was dating her. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's he, he went from like uh, like water, like chocolate, which is uh, yeah, like a, basically a, a early two thousands masterpiece. Which I rediscovered, mm-hmm. by the way. So I um, did it as a classic album a few weeks ago on the radio program, and that album, um, that album itself, like I purchased that as a CD from the store because mm-hmm. I um, uh, just yeah, I, I like the single from it, the one he had with DJ Premier, which I'm blanking on right now, the name mm-hmm. of it, but um. Had to listen to it, and then like, I, I just when I got it, I was 15, 16 years old. And I was nowhere uh-huh. near like worldly or intelligent enough to absorb that album as an album. Okay. Yeah, I was yeah, like, oh, yeah. and it was, you know, it was, so yeah, I was like, I was 15, 16 when I went and purchased that in the store with hard earned mm-hmm. money running around as a basketball referee. And I was nice. like, oh, I'm not really nice. feeling this. Um, and then <laughs> 20, years, and 20 years later, when I pick it up again, I'm like, oh, Mm-hmm. This is friggin' brilliant. <laughs> this is yeah. so good. So yeah, it's yeah. um yeah, it, it's an album not for a uh, you know fifteen year old um, white kid from Perth Boy. who's only yeah. just starting to pick up <clears throat> albums yeah. like uh, Eminem yeah. and that kind Conscious of stuff. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. Uh, you're not human at fifteen. Mm. Well, you couldn't really relate to what they're saying, I guess, at that stage as well. Oh, 100%. I had no idea about um, uh, deep hip-hop culture, um, Mm -hmm. just the the general plight of African-Americans in general, which is pretty much what that album is about. Um, I had no idea. I wasn't educated Mm -hmm. on that. I I didn't know about the plight of the Indigenous peoples of Australia yet when I picked up that album. I would learn that about a year later. Yeah, 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 which is insane, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. We just weren't told that in school. That's what I mean. It's insane. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, so, yeah. Was that... Are we the same that, age? Uh, I'm 35. Okay, I'm turning 32 yeah. tomorrow. I'm old. Oh, yeah. happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, getting on, getting on. Yeah, uh, yeah so uh, you... Basically, grew up in the same era as I did, which is you remember pre-internet. Yeah, yeah. You'd remember pre-internet, pre-phones, all of it. Like Mm -hmm. I remember, I remember not having computers at school. I remember actually having a computer at home, 
like the old 286. Yeah. You'd have to like log into yeah. things on DOS and I was playing um, yeah. Commander Keen and stuff. But that was like, okay, that was nerdy as hell back then. No one had a computer. Yeah, no. We had one and shared one, but then my brother would always put it in his room. Yeah, oh no, it was a shared one. It wasn't in my room. It was a it was a shared one. Which yeah, we were yeah. supposed to be like doing like yeah, yeah. yeah, it's supposed to be doing like classwork and stuff like that, or you know whatever. But it was just yeah, I was I was playing games yeah. on it and stuff like that. The games of the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good old Commander nice. Keen. Shouts to that game. Um, but I mean, <laughs> like that's that's as primitive as it was, and even mm-hmm. what. Even even back then as well, probably willful ignorance on my part as well. Like when you're 14 or 15 years old, unless there's somebody in your life and like uh, someone who's remotely charismatic or uh, whatever, and most teachers, and let's just say mm-hmm. to say like most teachers are not charismatic. Most people who are <laughs> stuck in a classroom, uh, opening yeah. number 36, we're going to talk about yeah. Captain James Sterling landing. Yeah, the, that's true. It's like, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, cool, no worries. Uh, do you know how much more interesting it would have been if it was like, turn your books to number 36. Now, um, we we were essentially invaders back in uh, 1773. <laughs> and uh, there were a group, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there were a group of We'd people. We'd be like, what? Be like, yeah. can you imagine much like and like how much more interesting that would be and enlightening for everybody if yeah, for they said, sure. okay, Definitely. yes, it was inverted commas settled slash invaded, uh, and then yeah, yeah. The people people that were around were initially friendly, but also um, caught our diseases, uh, died in mm-hmm. hundreds of thousands, um, and were also hunted mm-hmm. down and murdered in uh, various yeah. massacres <laughs> across the yeah. state. Look it up. Can we whitewash them as well? Oh, and then, no, yeah, uh, white Australia policy, Solon generation. Mm -hmm. Look them up. (laughs) I know, right? People people talk about it. So I'd say, like, I have to tell people about that as well. And they're like, what? I was like, I know, it gets worse. Yeah. Yeah. The deeper you go, the more upsetting it actually is. And you're like, Uh oh, oh my God. I remember. Exactly. so Could you bad. imagine how much more interesting Jesus. or interested of like yes. anyone would have been if someone just gave you the raw story? The truth. The truth. Yeah, 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 yeah. The truth yeah, as opposed yeah. to a bunch of people mm-hmm. were in a boat going down the river mm-hmm. and, oh, they settled here mm-hmm. because they thought the ra- land yeah. around here could be settled. And uh, there is yeah. no mention of the people that were there beforehand. None. I remember the videos and it was just a bunch of... People in wigs in a boat. Yeah, yeah. I know, right? Although I've spoken to friends of mine who are teachers and they say they do teach about it a little bit, but I don't know exactly how much they're teaching them. So out of it now, aren't we, in terms of like what people are learning at school? Oh, yeah. Like they could... They can look it up now. That's the thing. Like, if you mm-hmm. are sitting in the class and they're still using that mm-hmm. old textbook vibe, yeah, of, that's you know, true. 1974 slash 1999. You know, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. You're, still, you're still reading out of a textbook. Um, that's true. 
Yeah, it's uh, you can just do a quick Google search or even on like Wikipedia as well and look up indigenous massacres and bang. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, hey, um, what about this battle of Pinjara? That doesn't seem like it's much of a battle. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's so true. Oh, God. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, question more things these days because now we have more information absolutely yeah so you know Mm -hmm. wow this this went sidetracked as usual (laughs) 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 we're meant to be talking about about hip-hop and now i'm like talking about um, australian it's all right still important still important and and, Mm. uh, that that's the thing like um yeah if if, if um if I'm getting this if I'm getting things wrong by the way uh, or if uh, anyone of the indigenous community um, wants to sort of come on and uh, further educate me on this kind of stuff by all means get in contact with me I would love to know yeah I'd love to see as well same same mm-hmm. yes so uh, yeah let, let's uh, so let's come, let's come to sort of um, modern day now. Modern day, mm-hmm. and I don't mean from a you know mm-hmm. a settlement. I mean from <laughs> a, like uh, <laughs> yeah. not just the, the the DJ sets and all that kind of stuff. All these other projects that mm-hmm. you're launching and whatever. Uh, now that you're yeah. out of uh, the COVID lockdown in Vietnam, um, mm-hmm. are we starting mm-hmm. all these things again shortly, or already are? Yeah, I already did one of my Further Girls workshops last week, which is really cool. Um, we've always made them pretty small anyway. We've yeah. only ever had like three or four women, so it wasn't that drastic of a change for us. But yeah. now it was just a bit more safer and people felt a bit more comfortable. Yes. Um, yeah, it was lovely. I had a good time. Um, I've decided, and this is just like a personal thing, that I'm not going to DJ at any parties or anything during May just because I want to see how everyone else is kind of going and it is just still a bit um unsure you know what I mean like yeah we're all safe and everything's kind of okay but we're still meant to be cautious and the laws are a bit funny here where you're not meant to have more than like 10 20 people gathering or whatever but people are still throwing parties so I'm more just at the minute on the outskirts of watching these people and seeing how their parties are going um, so I've said no to quite a few things for this month, but I'm open to playing next month in June, which I've been booked for like a charity gig. All the no. money goes towards um, proceeds with Tropical Disease Place. Um, which is so yeah, I'm really like taking it slowly and, mm. and really really easy. Yeah. And that's and honestly, compared to like you know the 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 low amount of cases in Vietnam and in Western yeah. Australia, you know, I think yeah. dealing with like cholera and malaria in the tropics mm-hmm. where you are, uh, mm-hmm. which has probably killed way more people just quietly. Malaria, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I remember, this is a, a Joe Rogan bro science fact, but here we go. Um, yeah. okay. They reckon that malaria has killed half the people who have died ever in the world. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. That's so insane. think about humankind from you know uh, yeah. from you know from being from being apes and you know exploring wars, all of it, uh, black yeah. plague, <laughs> and they still reckon malaria has killed half. Of everyone who's died ever—that yeah. is, yeah, yeah, billions of people. 
That's so, insane. Uh, malaria's kind you probably need to keep an eye on malaria still. Yeah, just yeah. Saying. Definitely. <laughs> it was definitely just like one of those things that people just I mean, like the reason why Asia has done so well is because SARS was something they also had to deal with. Yes. And it's that precautions of knowing that this virus is like a real thing and it's not that people cannot get it. It's more just that the hospitals and the facilities, if so many people get it in one space, Mm. it's hard to manage and it's hard to control. So it was more of controlling the virus than it is for me, how I think anyway, this is my own opinion. Yes. Um, More controlling it than it being such a big thing, if that makes sense. So it was more like we were all prepared to kind of get Rona at some stage or we have this thing where we think that we all have probably had mild symptoms because yeah. sometimes it doesn't show anything and people yes. in our health space or whatever can recover from it. Mm. It was just more of like spreading it to like the older generation and the whole point of lockdowns and stuff is not... I think a lot of people are just kind of misinformed of why we have the lockdown. So lockdowns are just to curb it is all, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just to stabilize it so that if people do get sick, at least they can get treated one by one and slowly yes. and surely. Absolutely. Um, don't get me wrong. Like the camps here in quarantine for sure were over flooded. Like it was a really big thing, but they took all those steps necessary, you know? Mm. 100%. To control it. And the thing with the states and even the first time it hit Australia, it was very like they didn't think it was going to affect them and they didn't think it was going to, you know, they thought it was just going to be an Asia thing. Mm. And so when it hit Italy and then the whole world was watching, everyone was just like, okay, shit, this is like more serious than we thought it was. Oh, it, yeah, exactly. Um, it took, a, so it yeah. took, well, for the, uh, for the Western media, it took a bunch of people who kind of look like them to die for them to get yeah that's what i mean yeah Yeah. exactly exactly and to not blame it on other people yes yeah the irony is it's it's somebody else coming from your country that's given it (laughs) (laughs) or it's all or it's all cruise ships it it was all yeah but once again that could all that could be not true but basically pretty much i think Almost everybody that did die from it or has died from it so far, mm-hmm. uh, and there's no mm-hmm. disrespect to anyone that was uh, has died mm-hmm. in Western Australia. There's nine, uh, nine, mm-hmm. okay. period, nine. Okay. Um, that mm-hmm. have passed away from you know, COVID symptoms or complications due mm-hmm. to that. Uh, mm-hmm. Ninety to one hundred percent of those guys were from cru- from the cruise ship. And pretty much the vast yeah. majority of those guys are well above 70. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I guess, sure. I guess it's, a, and it's, it's not to say it was just an old people's thing either, yeah. but it was, it's got to do a lot with your health and yes. the effects that you exactly. have that go along with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Absolutely. just it's really unknown. 100%. And everyone just has these presumptions. Uh, it was just kind of scary in terms of like the way people were treating each other and very, you know, 
blaming each other and mm. things and it was just like it's a virus do you know what I mean like if you could imagine like so there was this one woman who was here she was Vietnamese mm. um, she'd come from Europe but she kind of admitted that she went to Italy or whatever which you know it was a pretty big cock up on her case yes. but we had only had maybe like 200 and you know 50 and then when she came back it kind of went to 10 15 so that's when things kind of because we were all quite chill. We could still go to restaurants and everything like that. Mm. It was still very calm. But in that case, kind of happened. And she kind of spread it to a, a lot more people. And, and she was could... getting badgered so badly. Mm. like very, And like she did cock up. She did lie. I'm not going to. And she didn't self-quarantine. So you're meant to self-quarantine if you come back from over. This was back in March, um, which is not even that long ago. But she got like, I don't even think. Her family lives where they live anymore because it just got really, really bad for them. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. And which you can kind of understand, but at the same time, like it's a virus, you know what I mean? It, and you can have symptoms and not know it and still spread it. And, mm. and you know, how much blame are you going to give someone, you know? Um, so yeah, I never judged people if they had to go do their thing and, you know, mentally it's just, just done a number on so many people. 100%. So let's, let's get some plugs in because it's probably (laughs) time for people to uh, move on to whatever next podcast they want to listen to. (laughs) But, um, yeah. And I'm, you know what? Um, I'm going to release this unedited, so you guys can enjoy oh. this completely on your own, and you know you can listen there as much you as you like. So whatever, yes. um, uh, Maggie Tra, where do they catch all of your stuff? Like for all your socials to keep up with what you're doing. Yeah. Um, so Facebook is the real Maggie Tra. Instagram mm-hmm. is MTRA. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, you can find me on stimulateyoursoul.com or at SYS Sister Absolutely. Uh, we'll, we'll keep uh, having a chat and whatever. But uh, as for the show, you guys yeah. have a good one. And Maggie, for uh, the second time in show history, thank you for joining us. Yay. Thanks for having me. Thank you for everything that you do. I love it. And thanks for listening to this week's edition of BRL, the podcast. A marathon this week, but I think we covered some pretty cool journeys in there. The um, worldwide travels of Maggie Try, and I think she's um, one of the more interesting people that I know in general, just purely out of living in places like Belgium and Vietnam and various other places, and knocking out hip-hop culture and starting scenes pretty much i think that's an incredible thing even though we got wildly sidetracked throughout most of it but i hope you guys enjoyed that i had fun at least during that conversation so did maggie but uh, if you do like this program at b-r-l-s-o-n is where you can find us on the socials and on top of that um share the program around tell your friends that hip-hop is being represented in podcast form with BRL, the podcast. But until next time, folks, we'll see you next time. We're Diggy Dunn, son. See you later. Good night.